Welcome to the Loop Podcast. Get your popcorn ready. I'm all that and a dime sack. Where the paper at? But he's sticking you and taking all your money. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Loop Podcast is back. This is big. Episode one. Episode one. I am your co-host, Dylan Murphy, and alongside me, as always, Kyle Franchise, a.k.a. the Ben Salem Booty Eating Bad Boy. <laughs> Why do you have to air me out like that? It's only the first episode. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to give any details. Because there ain't no details There's details. Give. There's a nickname there, and I, and I didn't just make it up. That's all I'm going to say. No, this is completely fabricated. This man is just trying to air me out episode one. You got to get all the stuff out like, there not early. E- not even not even at just episode one, like 30 seconds into episode one. No, wait. Think about it. Think about social media nowadays. People just go back and into your Facebook, into your Twitter, and just pull stuff up. Like, remember being on the team, and they had like they had a, we had a group. Were you there for that group, the Pussy group? Oh yes, yeah. So there's a group that we had on the Duke Track and Field team, where people would just find photos that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. And they'd just pull them out. They would dig them up, man. They dig them up. So before the Ben Salem booty eating bad boy story comes out. I'm just trying to get you ahead of the crowd, this honestly. This man. Honestly, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. All right. I guess I appreciate it in yeah. a weird way. You should be thanking me. I don't know why you're reacting so poorly. <laughs> oh, man. They, people might not come back to listen if, you know, this is a thing. Like, I think this is the only reason people might come back to listen. <laughs> I think every week if people are saying, what nickname will we hear that from Chai's today? Yeah. Right. Well, we heard one for sure. Yeah. Well, if this is gonna get the people back, you know what? Keep keep them coming. So. I will. Trust right. me, I will. Yeah. But this one, this episode is not about me, because this is the Dylan Murphy interview. Correct. For episode one, um, you know, before we get any guests on the Loop Podcast, we figured the the listeners, those you know, the few listeners that we have <laughs> right now, uh, but they should they should probably learn a little bit about the hosts, the co-hosts, you know, myself and you, and we. Uh, decided an interview format would be good and, you know, kind of have some good talking points and go into a little bit about yourself. So. Do you think this is the biggest interview since, like, the LeBron decision? Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's the one I was thinking of. That's LeBron like, yeah, decision. that's like what you would compare it to the most, right? Like, without the, yeah. the television cameras and a lot of, like, a lot weighing on it. Like, yeah. It's like, everything and else is pretty similar. Yeah, without it being on ESPN. And, yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah, but it'll be, it'll be on it's, Apple Podcasts. It's on that level, yeah. So it's... I think I think now after the pilot we're actually the first um, uh, show that comes up. Yeah, if you if you type in the Loop Podcast on Apple Podcast, yeah. we are the first one that comes up, and our episode is the first one that. Comes it's a good up. feeling. It's a good feeling. So shout out to all those ten track and field teammates of ours. Yeah, that really <laughs> helped us out because we didn't promote it. No, no, it hasn't yeah. been promoted, and you can uh, you can feel free and give it a listen once you go to hear episode one, but. Yeah, yeah. We kind of just wanted to get it out there to get on Apple and yeah. get it rolling a little bit, and and we we came a long way. Listen to these mics now. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they sound as good in our ears as they do yeah. on the Apple screen. But yeah, our mics on the first podcast, everything's wrong with it. So you're gonna be like, wow, these guys are these guys are on a fast track yeah, to fame. It's now. a good way to do it. It's a good way to do it. 
Let's get into it. I'm yeah. ready. All right. So the first question, it's kind of broad. It's kind of a big question. But why are you here? Why are you even here? Here? Here. Physically? Yeah. Like in the library, in, the, in our studio, or why am I here? Let's not get existential. Sorry. I, you know, I know the birds and the bees. I just wanted to get deep. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. No, podcast. Podcast. Why, yeah. Why podcast? I think you and I just decided it's time to put these brains to something. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I feel like we've thought so much about what we can do creatively, what we can do to have fun. Yeah. Like just different ideas that have not panned out or we hadn't put the effort in. Definitely. And then we kind of thought, how about a podcast? Yeah. And for some reason, it clicked a little bit. It did. It was different than our, I mean, like we had a website or this, a magazine. I don't even know. I can't even yeah. Instagram stuff. And like those were like, oh, like for the first couple hours, we're like, oh, this is so cool. What if we did X, Y, and Z? And that was it. Nothing ever happened. Yeah, it just seemed like super attainable from the start. We were like, we can figure out the sound. I mean, have we yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> but like. Yeah. We just were like, why not? Like, we can use our time and stuff that we have all these funny conversations amongst ourselves or amongst our friends. Yeah. And um, we're like, why not get them recorded? Why not get cool people? Why not get awesome guests like Duke athletes and yeah. comedians and musicians and just our friends and yeah, like hopefully just continue to grow and continue to grow? Definitely. And I guess the big reason I'm here is that I don't want to work in life yeah as, as sad as that may sound yeah i want to i want to work and i want to grind every day but i wanted to do i wanted to be doing something that i really like yeah this and is it yeah yeah if, if you knew if you knew me and all my friends are like i've wanted to be doing media and stuff forever and for this sure. might this might bury my career <laughs> frankly <laughs> but i've always thought the best job for me would be like a sports bra- broadcaster yeah. or something yeah marv That's, albert yeah. yes See? Kobe for three. <laughs> yes. You might have a you know a career as an impressionist after this. I might. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. But this is kind of. I felt like for both of us, we thought this could be a little stepping point, and this can kind of push us. And already, the way we've had conversations about it, no matter what the quality is or how it's going to turn out in the future. Yeah. I like where our minds are at. We're looking like bigger picture. I mean, because right now. People, you know, may even people who are listening, supporting might even be like, ah, this is just, you know, something Dylan and Kyle are doing and, you know, whatever. But I think like maybe me and you might be the only people who are like, we want to max this out. We want to take this to levels. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it helps to have people around you that believe in you and think that you got what it takes. But it's also I also like kind of appreciate a little bit of a challenge. I agree. And I think it'll be pretty cool to go from where we start. No matter where we end up, this could fall flat. But, like, yeah. we can look back at it and be like, huh. Yeah. And you know what? Like, say, 10, 20 years from now, and it's just like, what? no matter what happens, we can look back and say, damn, that's the one thing that we did. Like, you know, after all the talk we had, like, this is the one thing we, we went for. So, yeah. But for sure... I mean, right now we're already, it's kind of cool. We were, we were kind of a little giddy over the fact that we were on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that's I mean, baby that's steps. Cool. But it's we were like, screenshotting it and sending it to people like, yeah, oh, check this out. Yeah. Like, it's kind of cool. I mean, just from being a little youngster on iTunes, I didn't know. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, you know, Drake's on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so exclusive. And then, like, I didn't know. I mean, you got some, some, bad, <laughs> some bad people that be posting their stuff on iTunes. Yeah. But, I mean. It's pretty cool. It is. No, and and I'm here I'm here to see it grow. I'm here to make it as big as possible and mm-hmm. 
and that's, that's, that's like one heard. thing for me too is is you know related to this is like people who will be like oh man like anyone can make a podcast or like blah 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 and it's like yeah but we're act like the thing is you could say you can do it or how easy it is to do it but that's nothing close to actually doing you know yeah. what i mean like of course you can say oh anyone can make a podcast but are you doing it if you if you really think you could are you like and we're out here so you know that's enough for me yeah you know and this is base level yeah i mean we shouldn't Technically, we shouldn't get any worse from here, right? Yeah. Sound-wise, right? <laughs> right, yeah. So, I'm excited. Yeah, definitely. And so, like, yeah, you were talking about your, um, you know, your goals of, you know, working in media. Everyone, you know, knows that. Um, so, from that, like, what are your some of your inspirations? Like, besides, you know, immediate family, everyone says mom or dad, blah, blah, blah. But just outside of that, what are some of your inspirations or who? Yeah, I mean, a big thing for me and you know this, but I guess other people don't, is like, I love entertaining people. Mm -hmm. So I love to be, in a way, selfishly, sometimes the center of attention. Yeah. And and with that, I like being, I like putting myself in positions to make people laugh or, you know, something like this. I would hope people like enjoy their day a little bit better just because they can listen to it and get a kick out of it or like listening to some of the stories or agree with some of our opinions on stuff. Yeah. So with that, I'd say some of my biggest influences are people that kind of capture everyone's attention. Okay. And then, like, from there, just, like, push it forward. Like, yeah. push it the extra mile. Okay. So, you know my, my Conor McGregor obsession. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Huge Conor McGregor guy. Yeah. This And I'll, I'll break it down into aspects for you. Okay. For each person, why they inspire me. That's good. Conor McGregor. Yeah. Self-belief. Mm. Huge. Yeah, huge. The confidence of this man he said look at these big irish balls in his gucci minko <laughs> floyd won't do nothing <laughs> it's like you're talking to a guy who's 49 and 0 yeah and a lot of people most of the media most logical fans are saying you're gonna get knocked out bro and ultimately it happened mm -hmm. i mean we're months out we know we know the story yeah but if you listen to this guy it's the ultimate what we just talked about with this podcast. No one else is going to believe in you. Yeah. He's the only one that believes in him. Definitely. And, and and then just, like, being a professional athlete and just, like, taking the media by storm how he has. Yeah. Like, that's a media's treat. Like, I'd love to just do a sit-down, like, a podcast interview with Conor McGregor. Yeah. Just no filter. Just letting him, yeah. have like, have a field day. Mm-hmm. So he's super I mean, entertaining. Even to the casual, not even casual, the just person who even knows what UFC is. This guy is a household name. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing. Exactly. And he's Yeah. So yeah, so he's he's definitely up there as one of my big inspirations. Yeah. Another one on a more personal level okay. would be my high school track and field coach, Mr. Kevin Buckley. I've heard a lot about Buckley. If you know me, <laughs> you've heard my Buckley imitation. Yeah. And I don't want this to just be an imitation role, but my man is just off the charts. He's in his 60s. Best coach I ever had in anything, any sport, anything. Yeah. And this guy just has this big old raspy voice where you'd be running. And some of the best quotes he had were just like, I'd be running on, on the track in lane one, stuck behind a rail for all you runners out there that know when you're in a race and you don't have a lot of room to move. And I would just hear, Get off the rail, penis! Like just like yell like what? I'm a I'm a tenth grader in a Catholic high school and I've just yeah. been called a penis by my coach. 
Like, I remember my grandma just being like, how does he get away with that? Yeah. How does he, like, how do they let him, and like, the reason he got away with it is just because of how much love and how, like, how big of a motivator he was, he is yeah. and was. It's not just some a-hole calling you a piece. Exactly. Like, yeah. you knew where it was coming from. Like, it was hilarious. Yeah. And it's hilarious to tell all my college teammates and all my friends that yeah. I've been called a penis. And, <laughs> but, I, yeah, I remember one time I was in, it was my sophomore year, and we were on a 4 by 8 mm-hmm. This was at Yale. Okay. And then I was on the anchor leg. We kind of ran it fast to slow. Yeah. Just because we were like, you know, let's stay in it as long as we can and then Definitely. let the little skinny sophomore die at the end. And so I went running against this kid who was like all state. I don't remember his name or anything. Yeah. But I'm just, and I'm leading and he's just on my back, on my back, on my back. And I'm just going all out. And I just remember thinking, like, I, I was like shitting my pants. Obviously. Yeah. And I just hear from the side, like, Murph, go! You got the balls of a lion! <laughs> oh my god. And that was just like, I was just like, in that moment, I was like, I do got the yeah. balls of a lion, you know? Yeah. I was just like, and it was like, and, and now looking back, it's like one of the funniest things. And like, yeah. I told it at like Thanksgiving dinner oh, and yeah. like had my grandma petrified. But like, <laughs> it was, it's just like little things like that. Like, you know my sense of humor. Like, he just like clicks mm-hmm. with everyone. Like, you could have the like different runners on the team different personalities it was just someone i felt like got the best out of every student because he was a teacher and the best okay. out of every athlete for sure yeah so he's a, definitely someone that i could look at and be like well no matter what career i end up in like i hope i can push people and be that light in the in the day for people where it's like uh school sucks oh running sucks but it's like oh at least maybe we'll get a mr buckleyism today you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah yeah so it's like there was always something there was always something that kept it going and kept that culture and that atmosphere uh-huh fun and i feel like that's something that really has made me as i'm getting older and no matter what i dive into it's like you kind of want to be a person like that that like gets talked about and yeah and like he, some of it's like you know at his expense yeah <laughs> but he knows it yeah like He's just a he's just a great guy. That's Shout good. out, Mr. Buckley. Paying yeah. paying homage to the one of the goats. That's good. Um, I mean, so we're both big music guys, and you know, I think we maybe even said in the pilot that it's just like our interests are NBA, hip hop, you know, other things like that. Um, and we're not trying to like make it specific to that, but um, this is just a question. Um, you know, do you have any albums or songs that you associate with like certain points in time in your life or anything like that? That is a good question. Yeah, th- oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, first, first that comes to my mind are my first two CDs. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So I don't know, nine, ten years old maybe. Okay. I had the compact disc player, <laughs> my little Walkman, nice. headphones. Had the had a little had a little case with my CDs in it. Like yeah. I would have like. It went from like Yu-Gi-Oh cards, mm. Pokemon, Definitely. to baseball, yeah. to my CD case. So okay. I was really stunting at yeah. this time. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So I was, I was getting big. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had my first two CDs in there were the Eminem show. Nice. Red curtain background. Uh, parental advisory sticker on there. Oh yeah. Nice, nice. All right. Shout out your parents. That's hard. My mom. I don't know if she, like it was good that it was a Walkman because like nowadays like. It might, it might like unplug or something, or yeah. I'm just playing it live over a cast or something, and you, it would, it would have blasted. But yeah, but right, yeah, I, I don't know if she knew, I don't know if she knew what it meant. Yeah, or if she just like let she me just have it. Thought it was, I don't she remember. Was like, yeah, 
But it that, was, that was my first physical also. Physical. So, yeah. Wow. That's what that's what you know. I'm calling that as yeah, like yeah, a no, CD. No, no. Yeah. But that was my first CD also, and I remember like little. I was a little blonde hair kid. I'm like, yo, this guy is the shit. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to. But like I said, stuff may come out later when we're famous. Yeah. But I, I remember I would be like, I would go to the store. I wanted to get like magnetic earrings. Yeah. And I had the wife beaters, and mm-hmm. I had do rags. Like I went to Walgreens and got a do rag. Hell yeah! I remember we. You remember those book socks you would put on? Your yeah. Body? We used to wear those as oh do rags in elementary school. Like yeah. Yeah, that and was I, a that thing. was tough. That was I tough. I get the the stylish, the stylish book, <laughs> book cover just to put on my head. <laughs> that was funny. Nice. But off that, get Richard Die trying. Oh, Fifty Cent. That's a classic. In the club on man. there. I mean, there's just. That album cover is. Unreal. Yeah. The broken glass. Broken glass. And 50 just standing like he's Superman. Do rag on. Do rag on. Yeah. That's I thought dope. that was like the toughest album. Ever. That's that's incredible. Like yeah. I wanted, I was just like, I would bang that all the time. Like the fact that you would have a little seven, eight year old, whatever kid on listening to 21 questions. That's a great thing. Yeah. If I use my tongue in the bed, would you like that? <laughs> if I wrote some, you a love letter, would you he write say back? He some crazy stuff. Like imagine a little seven-year-old saying that to his, uh, trying to get a girlfriend. <laughs> if I use my tongue in the bed, oh would you like God. that? My man would get suspended ASAP. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Say, I love you like the fat kid love cake. <laughs> you know my style. I say anything to make you smile. Oh my God. I still wait for that line to come on. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> yeah. That's a great album. Those two are early. Yeah. Then we'll move to mid-level. Okay. Like middle school. All right, yeah. It was Lil Wayne. Nice. All the Carters. Yeah. Kid Cudi was big. Kid Cudi was huge, yeah. I loved... Man on the Moon, Man right? on the Moon. That album, yeah. Man on the Moon. Worst song on Man on the Moon. Let's say it on three. <laughs> One, two, three. Day, Day and night. night. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kid Cudi. And I know you made a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's the worst song on, on there. The whole if you listen album. to that album, every freaking song is good. I never liked Day I, and Night. Yeah. So that's crazy because everyone who probably knows Kate Cuddy thinks Day and Day Night. And that's night. the guy who yeah. made Day and Night, yeah. But that album was dope. Like, I, yeah. I loved that album. I feel like for me, that was maybe sixth or seventh grade summer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that was just, you know, kind of, you know, I'm answering my own question here. But, like, that's one of those, like, oh, that summer was awesome. And that album has yeah. a lot to do with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just from there to now i've been banging drake yeah i mean kanye was big kanye yeah like i had an 808s phase Mm -hmm. i had dark twisted fantasy phase for sure so i guess those are more phases they don't really coincide with times in my life but i just like i I can kind of think back to like i thought about when i said the kid cuddy album like me and my friend nick Uh was one of my longtime friends we were neighbors yeah for years and I just remember us like always like blasting that no matter where we were at. We, yeah. hip, we were playing PlayStation at his apartment or something, or just like shooting hoops. Like we'd always have that going on. Yeah. And he got into music and he was he was DJing for a little bit oh, and shit. stuff. So. How about that? Like it's kind of cool because we had that those early influences and yeah. it kind of grew with that. And I still love music and I still definitely can drop a hot sixteen at any time. <laughs> we might have to have a freestyle oh, segment. For, on for sure, we're definitely gonna <laughs> have to. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. That's where I mean we're big both big music guys, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I, I really appreciate that answer for sure. Um, I like the I really like this question. Uh, this question: If you had a Comedy Central roast, um, who are some people you'd want to roast you? 
you would probably be the host. All right, I appreciate that. I imagine. Yeah. You got the probably the most dirt. Oh, for sure. I'd have to have, you know, some of my friends from home. Mm-hmm. For sure. That got some stories, you know, just to cover all, all your stories, bases. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then I'd look for some some good comedians. Definitely. Kevin Hart's always good. He's yeah. I would love. It would be an honor to have Dave Chappelle. Oh my roast god! Me. Just like he could probably, I could probably just be sitting in the chair and he could just like, look at this fool, like yeah. right off the bat, that, you know. I would, I would die. Like I would just like that. be laughing no matter what. He probably could like break me in half with his words, and I would yeah. just be like, this guy's the man. Yeah. Like Dave Chappelle would be pretty dope. Yeah. Just because of how little fuck he would give and just rip me apart without even knowing me. Yeah. Um, who else would be good? Maniscalco, yeah, big comedic influence. Sebastian yeah. Maniscalco saw him live, and he just the way he performs. Mm-hmm. I think like he doesn't even have to be saying anything that funny. The way he says, shit yeah, like crazy. just the way he like performs on stage, his body movements and stuff. Like yeah. this whole tour he he's doing right now is called "Why Would You Do That?" Yeah, and he's just like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> like just like this Italian guy with yeah. like, this great voice, and he's hilarious. Yeah, so I think he'd be good just taking things and taking stories if he knew about me like if he got a little bit of information yeah he'd really kill it all right that's good yeah, yeah definitely um all right so how about this um who would you want to play you in a movie about your life damn who would i want to play me yeah i'm not i'm not gonna go the the cliche like Brad Pitt. Yeah, or classic, like, that. like yeah. super. I, I want Hollywood someone who's going to. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, like no. that. That would be false. That would be yeah. fake right off the bat. That's, I need someone. I'm not, I'm not handsome. Yeah. <laughs> I need someone. That's why we're not doing a TV show. Exactly. Doing yeah. A podcast. <laughs> I would say. Hmm. How about Nick Sarah? Nick Sarah. Is that who it is? No, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. How about Michael Sarah? Yeah. But more athletic version. <laughs> a more athletic version, Michael Sarah. I like it. I I'm like picturing the like the, the lanky kind of yeah. like the build and like he could kind of pull off a young a younger guy. Definitely. But also like I could shoot a basketball. Yeah, I'm Michael Sarah can shoot a, shoot a basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Like shout out to Michael Sarah and all his work, but I mean he's funny. He would need to work on his handles a little bit if he's gonna play me. Yeah, that's true. I like the modifier though. It's not just like Michael Sarah or, you know, this or Brad Pitt. It's like more athletic Michael Sarah. It's gotta be. That's funny. It's gotta be Michael Sarah who's been in the gym working on his shot yeah. and, you know, got a little little bit less awkward. Okay. I'm awkward, but yeah, not anyone. He like personifies it, and that could just be like him what he puts out to the public. That's true. But. You ever see that Instagram page where it's only one picture of Michael Sarah oh, over yeah. and over? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, I like that. That's funny. Yeah, it's, I, so it's like Michael Sarah is like a punchline for yeah. some reason. It's just like Michael Sarah, <laughs> so funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think he could do a good job and also put like a weird, a weird touch on it that's not yeah. really me, but would still be really funny. Definitely. <laughs> speaking of speaking of weird, how about do you see Zac Efron is playing Ted Bundy? 
in the, a movie about his life. Ted Bundy, the serial killer. Yeah, for those for those who are listening and don't know Dylan, and I I kind of hopped on this train a little later, yeah. but he he's the OG of being like super interested in serial killer documentaries. Now let me let me let me if you don't mind let me take over here just before yeah. people think I'm a psycho. No, yeah, go for it. So, you're in college. Netflix is a big thing. Mm. YouTube is a big thing. Definitely. So you're just on there and you're trying to kill time. Big procrastination. YouTube. Yeah. So one time, I don't know, I think it was my freshman year. Uh-huh. I was just in the dorm room and I caught, I got a hold of this serial killer documentary. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like it's super interesting. And like the, the mindset of these people and like, there's no real way to explain this without sounding crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to like embrace it. Just do it. Bro. Yeah. So these, like, I would always think like, how did this person do that yeah like how did this little guy like the people the ones i like like the ones i like the most were always just like what the fuck like a little like skinny yeah. short nerdy That's guy like a short dude with a mustache yeah like kills like it was like 92 women in seattle what like what does he have a name like yeah uh, yeah it was uh his name was gary ridgeway ridgeway the and it was whatever that river is okay like the something river killer. I like the names. Yeah, the, yeah, the names. Like because he would, I guess he would dump some bodies in there and stuff. Yeah, that's wild. And like, yeah, he was. It's just, it was just super interesting. And I get, I got caught in a hole where you I would just be, yeah, more classic. intrigued, more intrigued. I got to Bundy late though. Okay. And I'll give this credit to Zac Efron. Okay. The reason that Ted Bundy was able to pass. Yeah. Is because he was like a Zac Efron figure. He's just like a handsome man. I think he was in politics. I'm not sure. Wow. So he was like that. very like respected, yeah. smart, educated guy who just had this deep dark side. Yeah. So now we got to get back to how Zac Efron is gonna prep for that off the well, movies that he's just. Well, that's done. the thing is people say, oh my gosh, why would Zac Efron do this? He's like too like basically they're saying he's too handsome to be a serial killer when like the exact way Ted Bundy would kill his victims is he was handsome and yeah. he killed the women. So like, if he can dig down into that yeah, and like play that well, then it could work out for him. But yeah, what were you going to... I know what you're going to say about the movies. It's just like Troy Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> My, like, we go to... From High School Musical. Yeah. There's like three or four of those. Yeah. yeah. To Neighbors. Yes, yeah. So it's like, now he's just a partying frat guy. Yeah. But no, now he's ready because he was just on the beach in Baywatch. In Baywatch. Yeah. So how are we... What's the transition there? Where Yeah, where is this transition? Like, what is... Is he doing indie deep cuts I that we aren't seeing? Know. And if this is... If this is the transition, what is next? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you can't go anywhere from there. <laughs> what? You are a psycho killer. Yeah. So you just went from high school sweetheart to college frat boy mm-hmm. to hunk lifeguard. That's a... That's, see, that's a... That's a good progression. Good progression, yeah. And I don't yeah. mind him taking the risk, but like... I hope his manager knows what he's doing. Yeah, I hope this is good, man. Where does he go from here? Yeah. I don't know, dude. You can't go back. Yeah. If this is a hit movie, let's say, if it's really good, people they are going to just be like, psychos, how can we trust Zach anymore? Yeah. That's weird, dude. That's really weird. Yeah. I love how this interview takes its twists and turns. Yeah. And this is coming and this, all from Athletic yeah. Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> athletic Michael Sarah. Yeah. We're sorry for shorting you, but <laughs> Troy Bolton, the yeah. serial killer, also had to make his way into the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I'm, like, looking at this list of questions, and some of them are, like, better than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I wrote down, 
what would you do if you made an important business decision and a coworker challenged it? I like wrote that down. I was like laughing because <laughs> I Googled like good interview questions and it, all, it was all like job interview stuff. And that came up and I was like, oh, that'll be so funny. And now I'm reading it. It's, it's not that funny. So I laughed a little bit. Yeah. I think it would have been, I would have been taken aback even. Yeah. In the beginning, I'd be like, oh shit, what do I say? Mm-hmm. But yeah, if right now I'm pretty low on the totem pole at work. Okay. So it's like, I kind of, I can get challenged at any time. Yeah. I guess the difference is what I'm thinking inside my head versus what I do. Oh. So I'll vent to like my homies at work. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, yo, they want me to do this and they want me to do that and they want me to do this. But I, but I have, I'm not in no position to challenge anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'll get there. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you at least answered the question because I thought it was I thought it was. No, stupid. we gotta get it in. Yeah. All right. So here's here's another one. This is this is kind of a rivalry that I I kind of even made it up in my head. I'm not sure if this is even a real thing because these are both uh, like great things. But office or Parks and Rec and why? I know the I mean I know the answer, but I feel like it's a rivalry. I don't know if it is office, Parks and Rec, and why. The office by. A million. Yeah. It's, it's like comparing LeBron James to... Athletic Michael... Real, real Michael, Michael Sarah shooting a basketball. Yeah. Just, for me at least, mm-hmm. by far the funniest show I've ever seen. And everyone has their own opinions. Yeah. And I've never... I'm not going to be the... I've never been the Parks and Rec hater. Yeah. Like, I fight... In these debates, I'll fight for the office. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first one up there fighting for the office. Gotcha. But for me, it's just not even close. Steve Carell as Michael Scott, by far, I think, the best character in television yeah. ever. I'm a Parks and Rec <laughs> guy, and I kind of agree with like, you Like, yeah, that. that's the thing. I think a lot of people at least say that. But, yeah. uh, like, the people who don't like the office, like, flat out don't like it, will say, like, he's annoying or stupid. Like, yeah. that's what he's supposed to that's be that's the point like yeah. you like if you don't like that role and like you that's not for you that's fine but like shout out to leslie nope and yeah tom haverford and all them yeah they're like it's hilarious andy yeah like chris pratt does a great job chris pratt yeah like, I mean. and, and i love i love parks and rec too it's just i've like i went through the office so fast uh-huh. like i watched from the first episode to when michael leaves like five times, and I wouldn't go past that. So there was two more. Ep- there's two more seasons after yeah. that. He left in like the middle of season seven, mm-hmm. and I just like wouldn't go past it because I loved Michael Scott that much. Yeah. And then I eventually finished the show, like I had to. That's funny though. But it, yeah, it's just, I don't know, really close to my heart. The Office. I, yeah. I love it. I love the humor. I love the camera work. I love the camera work. Is is it's just, impressive. Yeah, it's, it's just really well done. I bought into it, and I, I it's just a one show by f- like for sure that I could watch any episode anytime. Okay. Like I never get tired of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing is like I I think I when I watched The Office, it was still on like actual TV, new seasons, new episodes, and I was like watching it with my parents. I didn't really get. I don't think I got the humor. I didn't get like Office Place humor, and then I like watched Parks and Rec when it was on Netflix later, and I was like, this is so funny. Yeah, so I love these yeah. and like you know Ron. Swanson is hilarious and that's like where it clicked that's the thing I wonder so I watched The Office first yeah maybe if I watched Parks and Rec first I would have liked it better I wonder if you ask people like what did you watch first and Mm -hmm. what do you like better if you've seen both and I'm sure what would happen it goes all over the place but yeah yeah for me I've just been an Office guy and I'm 
never gonna never leave it. All right, that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. No, They're that's talking good. about Office Revival. Really? You heard about it? With the original cast? Steve Carell came out and was like, no. Okay. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And, like, some, like, Pam, Jenna Fisher, they were like, yeah, she hasn't even been approached, she said. Wow. So I don't know how real it is. Yeah. I also, like, part of me is like, yes, absolutely, bring it back. But then I'm like, I don't want that ruin. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, they left at a good time. Yeah. It's just, like, selfishly, I would love to see more. But also, like, I would kind of need Michael. I would want Michael Scott in it, and that'd be a weird way to tie him back in. I don't think I think Steve Carell's he making so much money, he's on to bigger, yeah. bigger things now. Yeah. So, but um, we'll see. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So sticking sticking with media, kind of relating back to the music, we've had conversations about this before, but why does everyone hate Nickelback? Dude, no one. No one can give me a real valid reason. I, I yeah. Completely. I'm still waiting for the person that wants to come up here and join us on the podcast and tell me why Nickelback sucks. Yeah. So, some feedback I've heard. Oh, their music sounds the same. Like, they use the same notes. Like, who, who's like I'm not listening to music for that. Yeah. Like, that man's voice. I can't say angelic because it's the opposite. It is, but it's something. It's it's it draws you in, man. I got a <laughs> bathroom you can play baseball in, right? A little raspier than you, but yeah. <laughs> He's just. I don't know. People hating on Nickelback for no reason, in my opinion. I think I think it's kind of just like the cool thing to do. Like, oh. Nickelback yeah. is Nickelback sucks. So um, everyone says it, so I'm gonna agree. Yeah. Even oh, if if it can't if it comes up in conversation, people will be like, "Oh yeah, Nickelback." Like you don't even is care. It, is it like ironic to not like a Nickelback? I don't understand. Look at this graph. You ever seen that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's really cool>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Nickelback is good. I think they're good. I think I Nickelback's would, really good. I would put them on, and I mean, you can't put Nickelback on and not sing along to it. You know? Let me show you a perspective of people who like Nickelback to just prove to you, prove my point okay. that Nickelback's good. There's me. Yeah. I'm a I like hip hop. Yeah. I like all different types of music, mm-hmm. different types of comedy, all that different stuff, sports. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nickelback guy. Yes. Just think they make catchy music that I like singing along to. Oh yeah. Now we'll go to the other side of the spectrum. One okay. of my good friends, Shane. Yeah. Goes to Harvard Law School. <laughs> Graduated Duke in three years. Graduated Duke in three years. With honors. Yeah. He's already married, and he's my age. <laughs> yeah. He, like, just the opposite of me in a lot of spectrums. Mm-hmm. But we've always been good friends, and we've always got gotten along really well and made each other laugh. Yeah. I just remember one time we were coming back from a meet, cross-country meet, mm-hmm. and we were just blasting Nickelback the whole way home. Like, it was me and him in his truck. And we were just, like, jamming. I think I had just been sick, uh-huh. so my raspiness was crazy. <laughs> and he had the long hair, long beard, and he was going in. Yeah. And I was just like, that was some, that was live. Yeah, that's some good shit, man. Yeah. And I was just, <laughs> just think about, like, me, stupid, 
<laughs> like, you know, doesn't give a crap arguing for Nickelback with no real substance. Yeah. But I bet this man could come on with some quantitative theories about how oh, Nickelback yeah, is good. He might actually be like, no, yeah, they actually suck, but, like, yeah. they're fun to listen to. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I think he would say. I appreciate that, though. Yeah. Some people just, yeah, they don't even give good reasons, so. I couldn't cut it as a blind man stealing. <laughs> blind man. That's not the words. <laughs> is it? No, I don't Listen. know. Couldn't cut it as a poor, poor man, man stealing. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a blind man stealing. <laughs> He'd be talking about some deep shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, no wonder he couldn't cut it as a blind man stealing. He yeah. didn't know where he was <laughs> going. gets caught picking yeah. up all the shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what else do we got on this list of questions that aren't stupid and suck? Um, oh, all right. Here we go. This is, this is kind of to give the people a little background on the in the dylan murphy interview and on one of two co-hosts but um like what are some stuff that just grinds your gears man everyone's got them so just like what are yours if someone ever meets you what's you know something they gotta stay away from doing around Mm -hmm. you this is a a popular one yeah so it's a lot of people i have the same sentiment but since i started commuting to work yeah every day about 30 minute drive okay i like i knew i had a bitter road rage okay but I can't tolerate stupidity on the road. I can't tolerate a green light. I can't even see past it, so maybe I'm just not giving these people the benefit of the doubt. But if you see a green light yeah, and there's just a line of cars and it's not going, like, I didn't know. Like, it's almost scary how quick that switch I have to getting angry is. Like, instead of being like, oh, what is that? Like, what's happening up there? Like, what's going on? Like, oh, this sucks. Like, I'm just immediately like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, go! Yeah. What are, we, what are we doing today? Can yeah. we drive? Like, Is that Buckley? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he would say. He's yeah. like, can we drive? Come on. <laughs> like, it's, it gets to, like, a sad almost. He's like, come on, people. Can we drive? <laughs> One time he said, Murph, Murph, can you look out the window? I suck in reverse. <laughs> That's, one of the, That's one of the great quotes. Yeah. But just, yeah, I can't stand. I can't stand or tolerate. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like, good on the road or like i'll be doing some dumb crap too but yeah i can't that's one of the biggest things that grinds, okay. grinds my gears all right as you as you so put it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah all right that's good it's so southerners different than northerners in driving like i mean you're from new york so like that's a trafficy area but you know is yeah. it different definitely different new york people just all on the same agenda as me yeah. where they're like Everybody's stupid. Everybody. Yeah. Hey, asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you got to move out the way because everyone's trying to merge. Everyone has to get it where they're going as quick as they can. Oh, but it yeah. kind of seems like it flows. Yeah. It seems like everyone has the same mindset. And I think that's a big thing on, like, when I'm in traffic, I'm just always thinking, like, people, if we just all work together here and that's, don't yeah. ride each other's bumpers and break and end up putting everyone 30 minutes behind, mm-hmm. like, like, everyone just think about it. Like, I saw some people when we were driving home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I just see people on the side of the road, like, that were in a wreck. Like, God forbid anything serious. But, I mean, yeah. if you're just in a little fender bender, like, look, like you're just driving home for Thanksgiving and you were just yeah. driving too close or not paying attention. And boom, yeah. look where we ended up. Mm-hmm. So, with that, Raleigh, North Carolina yeah, has shown me that driving shouldn't even maybe be allowed. <laughs> Biggest example, we just had snow. Yeah, like eight inches. Eight in inches, North which Carolina. is maybe the most since I've been here for like five years. Oh, yeah. And people immediately go to the lights 
the blinker the, the lights. Blinkers. I'm like, dude, what? Like, why? I can see your car. Yeah, like I get it. Like you're being helpful. Like when it was like foggy and stuff, but like, yeah. it'll be like a, a a heavy rain. Yeah, like oh. a medium heavy rain, and we mm-hmm. got the lights on right yeah. away. Yeah, come on, we gotta yeah. drop this down to thirty. Yeah, we gotta oh, drop it down to God. thirty and put these lights on. Yeah, but then from there you think like, okay, from they're being super cautious. Talk about taking it to the next level. I seen people in the snow mm-hmm. while I'm driving. Yeah. Get out of their cars. Pull over. Get out of their cars. And just, like, I'll be driving back then, like, later. Yeah. The car is still there. What? People leave their cars. Behind. On the side of the side highway. Side of the highway. A major highway. I've Where seen, do they go? Dude, just if I could up the know. exit ramp? What the hell? They're just out of there. They said, nope. Snow gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> what? And another th- another thing is, when do they think is a good time to come back and get their car? And how do they do that? They say like, hey, uh, you know, my, like, uh, Dad, can you come drive me and just leave me on the side of the highway so I can get my car? Yeah, like, I don't understand that. Like, imagine be driving past that, like seeing a, like seeing yeah. someone just drop someone off on the side. <laughs> oh yeah. Here you what do you get an Uber out there? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like that's the thing. If you do, you pull over and get an Uber. Yeah. Like I hope my Uber would say, "Are you are you sure? <laughs> like are, are you like, good? Your car's your car broke down." He's like, "Oh no, my car's fine." I just like I didn't want to drive in this. <laughs> like I hope my dri- uh, my Uber driver would be like, "Come on, man." Yeah, I'm, I I got better stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, like like I, I'm all down. I'm down for the money, but like yeah, I don't know if you're gonna want to come back and get your car later. Like I hope bad. the Uber driver would be real enough to help me there. Yeah, but that's like a real thing. Like that's in New insane. York. I think it's just like expected blizzard, rain, whatever. Like, yeah, you drive through it. You're still going. Yeah, and that's yeah. not to say like people are softer down here. It's just like n- people aren't used to it. It's not. Yeah, so when you get eight inches yeah. and there's a total of maybe three and a half plows, the half being some big guy who works at a barbecue restaurant <laughs> who has a pickup truck and puts a freaking plow on yeah. the front of his bobcat yeah. and goes out there and says, "I got you. Yeah, I'll help." Yeah, and he just breaks his truck within thirty <laughs> minutes. Like, that's just not getting the job done. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was some streets still that probably, like, oh. luckily that it's been warm. Yeah. But uh, it, it's funny. Yeah. Like, it's like, the can't you just removal. picture that barbecue oh. delivery, oh, man? Oh, yeah. I know exactly I what you're talking you. about. Yeah, I help. Boom. Yeah. Truck total. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, man. I think I think we covered a lot of bases for the people here. Do they even know about, about me? That's the best part. That's I don't think true. I think we just got my opinions. I think That's Inspirations good. is good. Inspiration Grind is good. Your Gears is good. Other than that, they don't really know much about you. <laughs> they know that Troy Bolton will be playing <laughs> Ted, Bundy. Ted Bundy. They know that North Carolina drivers should not be trusted. Yeah. Anyone who leaves their car on the side of the road in the light rain should not be trusted. They know not to mess with you because, one, you have extreme road rage and a high interest in serial killers, so... I'm not crazy. <laughs> that is a very um, telling combination. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that they this isn't uh, on video so they don't see me just rubbing the knife in my hand <laughs> as we talk <laughs> oh about it. <my> <laughs> Imagine, like, under the table, yeah. I'm just, like, have a knife. And I'm just like, I'm glad, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I can see both your hands right now. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Well, then that's it. That's it. Episode one. You enjoy, you enjoy yourself? This was good. Way better than the pilot. Sound quality, I bet, is, <laughs> yeah. is killer. Yeah. I mean, just starting there, we, we did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for our listeners, again, we kind of went off 
we go off track a lot. Yeah, we're gonna have to work. on We're gonna it a work on bit. it. We're gonna work on structure. We're gonna work on everything. But this is really just a. We're testing each other out. We're yeah, testing everything is, out as yeah. we go. So the test run. So we're. We hope you just are entertained. We hope you enjoy listening to us. And yeah. again, please spread the word. We're Instagram. on Apple Podcasts. We're yeah. on Instagram at at the loop period. At no, it's the, the period, period loop, loop period, period podcast. podcast. You should, you know, a good thing um, is to know your own social media pages <laughs> when you're about to promote them. Yeah. For for words of advice, but yeah, like I said, we're learning here. Yeah. And we're gonna keep getting better. And uh, uh, review it on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Leave us five stars or four or three or two or one. Yeah. But, whatever you know. we deserve. Subscribe. Yeah. Review. This Be on the lookout for episode two. Episode two, where the tables are turned. <laughs> yeah. Michael Scott quote. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> we will see me interviewing Kyle Franchise. Brand new questions. Yeah. Hopefully, new nickname, new nickname for <laughs> sure. I mean, we'll have we'll have a bunch for you. Yeah. So again, Loop listeners, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. This been your boy, Dylan Murphy. Kyle Franchise. Peace.